Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. Do you seek healing? Begin them by turning to the one power that is greater than any adverse condition however real or powerful it may seem or may to your human experience actually be. Do not fight the evil, affirm the good. Your demonstration of results will be in proportion to the strength and the thoroughness of your desire and persistence. In meeting some need for healing with the aid of practical Christianity, though your first object may be simply to be free of a handicap, you have the opportunity of finding something much greater. To know the power that heals is far more important than making your demonstration of healing. By centering your attention on the power that heals rather than the physical need, you will include in the answer to your need and may gain something far greater. Well, friends, welcome to the fourth Sunday message based on the book Masterclass Lessons by Unity Minister Ernest Wilson. If you missed any of the earlier talks, you can find them on the Unity of Fairfax website on the archived videos. And you can also download a free copy of the book Masterclass Lessons from truthunity.net. So those words with which I opened today's message were indeed taken directly from the text of Masterclass Lessons and allude to the foundation on which the entire unity movement was built. And that foundation is the divine idea of healing, the divine idea of health. Unity was built on the healing experience of co-founder Myrtle Fillmore from tuberculosis in the 1880s. But that's a different talk for a different day. I'm not going to get into it. But is there something greater than actual healing. The text seems to say there is, and this something far greater is the direct, immediate experience of knowing oneness or union with the divine, however you know the divine to be, or even don't know it to be a mystery. It is this intimate and yet infinite experience that is the ultimate healing that all souls seek. For this experience heals any sense of separation from the divine and the divine idea of life. Well, no doubt, all of us at some point of our lives have experienced, and maybe are experiencing right now, something that is physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually painful, (laughs) like a pandemic. It happens, right? And there's a human tendency to want to make all of this discomfort go away. There's a human tendency to want to mask the pain that we feel. There's a human tendency to what is fix what is broken. 
there's a human tendency to call this brokenness or this pain bad. There's a human tendency to want to blame somebody for the pain and the brokenness. All of this is perfectly normal, perfectly normal. And after all, the pain hurts. Pain tells us something is wrong and needs to be addressed or healed. Uh, understandably, prayers for healing top all the lists of the items for which people pray. However, our author Ernest Wilson writes, and maybe with a little bit of admonishment, these words. And he says, Many a person who consults with a physician or a metaphysician for cooperation in healing is really seeking an easy way out. He hopes he can place his troubles on somebody else's hands and go about without any changes or concessions in his own life. He would go on thinking and feeling and doing the wrong or mistaken things that have caused trouble, merely being freed from their bad effects. Well, of course, he's not talking about everyone, I'm sure. But no doubt every doctor and minister has a list of people who've wanted healing, but didn't want to actually do the work that healing requires. Didn't want to have to do what it takes to lose the weight or change the habits or establish healthy personal boundaries. I mean, I'd rather, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd rather just take a pill, say an affirmation, and be done with it, right? Who wouldn't? That's the easy way. I don't want to have to do all that work, please. And again, perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be freed from pain and discomfort. But consider this. What if the pain and the discomfort had meaning and purpose? What if the pain and discomfort, paradoxically, was a portal, a door, into a greater experience, into a greater good? Is that possible? Well, for those of us in unity and new thought, we approach the experience of healing in a very holistic way. We understand and appreciate the interconnectedness of our thoughts and our feelings and our body and our mind and our spirit and, yes, the earth. Physicality, mentality, spirituality, each impacts the other. And interpenetrating all of them is that which we call God. Divinity, spirit, whatever name works for you. The practices and activities of our lives either open us up to a greater conscious awareness of this that we call God and the benefits that that brings, like vibrant health, or our practices and activities deepen our entrenchment and a level of consciousness that perpetuates fear and ignorance and illnesses on every level of being. Prayer, as noted, is one practice that is invoked during times of dis-ease and discomfort and distress. 
And Wilson speaks to this in the text when he says, prayer whose object is healing should not be considered merely an inexpensive and comparatively painless substitute for medical or surgical aid. It should be an improvement in addition to the other methods, and it may lead to an inspired choice of auxiliary help that in the light of spiritual guidance is indicated. So put in another way, whatever course of healing one takes to address the disease, the discomfort, and the distress, always include prayer and spiritual practice in the mix. So what's the connection between prayer and healing, between medical treatment and healing? Again, in Wilson's own words, he provides his, what I consider, thesis statement. And maybe a thesis statement for all of unity and new thought about this idea of healing. When he says, there is one healing power whether we invoke it through an osteopath or a chiropractor, a dentist, a surgeon, a pill, or a prayer. There is one power that heals. And this is the power of God Almighty. And no surgeon in the world, no medicine, no physician could help us were it not for that power and presence already mighty within us. The success of these agents is in their stimulation or release of the healing power that is resident within us. So in other words, all these things are kind of like a spark plug to remind us that already within us is that power and that presence to heal. Amy, you got something that... Uh, might help us drive this point how make it a little this kind of heady make it a little easier to remember yeah i think i got some there is just one presence there is just one light shining in the world like a beacon in the night there is just one power we all can share one great power everywhere one great power one great love big as the ocean and the sky Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Amy. You know, I, I once heard a church growth uh, expert say something, and I wanted to, well, let me rephrase what I was about to say. I wanted to have a private conversation out him just the two, outside with just the two of us, because what he said was, they're not going to remember what you said. They're going to remember the words of the song. So, remember, there is one great power everywhere, and I do hope you remember the words. The words are important. So in unity, we don't prescribe how one should go about healing. So what we do say, and what we encourage people to do, is acknowledge the facts of the situation. And by facts, I mean real facts, not alternative facts or outright information, misinformation. And then, once you acknowledge what's going on, remember and affirm one great power that is bigger and more powerful than the conditions. 
Here's an example. There's a story told about Unity's other co-founder, Charles Fillmore, and he was asked a question. Mr. Fillmore, what would you do if you fell down and broke your arm? He said, well, that's easy. I would look at my arm and say, be thou made whole. And the person said, well, what if it wasn't made whole? He said, well, I would go to the doctor and get it set. <laughs> there you go. And still affirm life in the arm. Ernest Wilson says, we must seek to find our own inner guidance on how we are to meet our problems. And that doesn't just apply to health and wellness, that applies to everything. Because there's that one great power within us, guiding us and directing us in every area of our lives, if we will listen. But we should realize that God's help, the one great power, does not stop at the boundary of human knowledge. There is spiritual help that reaches past human verdicts of disaster, and understanding faith is the means of making contact with that help. In the East, we might call it opening the third eye to see what's there. The spiritual help of and this one great power is of vital importance to us in times when the healing or the cure and the affirmation doesn't seem to come to pass. Because we've all had those experiences when the healing or the cure didn't seem to happen as we had wanted. What do we do then? Do we get angry with God? Do we disavow the power of prayer? Do we think that we or our loved ones are just cursed? And do we feel stupid or foolish for having ever prayed and hoped in the first place? Yes, as a matter of fact, all that and then some. At least for a time, anyway. And maybe for some time. Because part of being healed and, and cured and healthy is to acknowledge what our feelings actually are and not deny them, but just simply to acknowledge them. Because all those things are normal reactions. But as we sit with our emotions and our understanding faith, we can realize another great truth. And one that Unity of Fairfax, Reverend Jane St. John, Minister Emeritus, has said repeatedly to all of us in our community, healing happens on all levels. What does this mean, healing happens on all levels? Well, I think it means that each and every soul is on its own path of spiritual evolution growing into that conscious union and knowledge of the divine, as we mentioned a few moments ago. Remember those words that Wilson said, to know the power that heals is far more important than your demonstration of healing. That's what I'm talking about. At various times in our lives, 
When the moment is right for our soul, we come to know the power that heals, the one great power, in a manner that is more compelling and more important than demonstrating the healing that we had sought. For some, this will mean learning not only to live, but to thrive, not happily ever after, but rather happily even after some life-altering event. That is a tremendous healing. We'll see it on display here in the near future on television as we watch the Paralympians take the stage. Many of them became disabled later in life and made that choice to live happily even after and to have a healing that did not manifest necessarily as they had wanted. But something healed anyway. And they set the stage and model for the rest of us to do the same. And for some, this healing may mean transitioning from this life to the next having completed or done whatever it was the soul needed to do at this time. Of course, out of our attachments, we want our loved ones to stay with us and recover and live forever. So letting go is difficult. The difficulty simply means we have loved deeply. But comfort can be found in the concluding words of a familiar prayer Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Your soul, my soul, all of our souls are on this ever-expansive journey of knowing oneness with the divine. And let us remember that physicality, mentality, spirituality, interpenetrating all of that, is that which we call God, that which we call good. So though we may not understand, we can take it on understanding faith that healing is happening on all levels. <sighs> Let's breathe. So as a way of closing today's message, I invite you to join me in putting a period, no, not a period, an exclamation point on our experience today of affirming life in healing by affirming together this affirmation. Centered in my knowing that there is one great power in me and in the universe, I am a generous conduit for healing for all humanity and the earth. I affirm wholeness in the appearance of brokenness, unity in the appearance of division, and love in the appearance of fear. Guided by spirit, my thoughts, words, and deeds are a mighty force for good 
And so it is. And so it is. Peace be with you, my friends. And namaste. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.